Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, get connected with local artists this holiday shopping season with Cultivate's Local Artist Holiday Guide. Grand Rapids School cancels class for remainder of week due to deteriorating wall, and results trickle in after midterm elections see high voter turnout. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Wednesday, November 9th, and this is episode number 38 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. The holiday shopping season is fast approaching, and most of us want to support local businesses and creators as we shop, but it's hard to know where to look to find great gifts locally. So Cultivate Grand Rapids has created a local artist holiday guide to help connect West Michiganders to local artists this holiday season. And to talk about the holiday guide, I'm joined today by Claudia Pimentel, the education director at Cultivate and head designer of the holiday guide. So Claudia, could you tell me a little bit more about the holiday guide, starting with maybe what sparked the idea to start the guide and and make this guide for for West Michigan? Absolutely, Jared. This holiday guide is coming uh, fresh off the heels of working uh, with Art Prize's educational programming and doing the magazines that we provided for education during Art Prize. And after finishing that, we realized uh, that it was close approaching to the holidays. And part of what Cultivate does is an artist's resource center is one of our triumvirate functions. We are an education center, uh, gallery space, and also this artist resource center. And so we're constantly looking for ways to be able to support, empower, uplift, and showcase artists within the community. And we had this idea to create a uh, holiday guide, a comprehensive list of artists locally working within 100 miles of Grand Rapids. Because as we thought about it, there are so many artist markets that happen in Grand Rapids. There is such a thriving, vibrant artist community, not only of professional working, teaching artists, but artists who are just breaking into the business, artists who are starting out in their career, artists who are turning to try and make their art into some kind of viable income stream. Part of what we want to do with our Artist Resource Center and part of our biggest uh, support there is uh, supporting mid-career to emerging artists as opposed to established ones. And we came up with this idea of presenting a holiday guide that would showcase all of them both online and in print to people, uh, clients and consumers in the Grand Rapids area where they could easily see the artists, uh, check out their work, check out their websites, uh, check out their products, email them and connect them directly to these artists. How did you go about creating the guide? I know you mentioned you're looking for those sort of mid-career artists. So what did it look like to build the guide and bring in those artists to be a part? What did what did that process look like? Absolutely. So what we did was we put out a call for artists to submit their information on all of our social media, through our website, and uh, connecting individually with artists that we know to continue this call out to different artists. So we work with a lot of teaching artists within our education system, and we work with a ton of artists in our resource center. So by kind of planting the seed both there and through social media, we created this call that was like, are you an artist in Grand Rapids and do you produce products? Do you sell at Artist Market? Please apply to this call for being in this guide. It was completely free to apply. It was completely free to get featured in the uh, guide as well. And the guide is also free to uh, pick up when it's in print and also to access online. 
there's a real part of um, the equity and inclusivity that we wanted to produce for this guide to make sure that everybody was really able to access it. Just over three weeks, we had over 200 artists apply to be in this guide almost everybody was accepted into it. We had some, you know, stringent requirements as far as like, you kind of need to have a website. We made some allowances if you have an Instagram. Basically, we want people to be able to find you. And so that's how uh, all of the artists were called in and then pushed the guide out in the next week and a half to get it finished and uh, fully ready to be seen. So it's been up for a little more than a week now. What kind of community response have you seen in the creation process, but also since it's been released, what have you been hearing back from artists and community members about the guide? We have heard a lot of really, like all of the artists, um, we reached out to them first and foremost to say like, hey, everything is uh, published. If there's um, an edit that you want for print, let us know right away. And uh, so many of them have responded with a ton of gratitude, but also just excitement over how cool this is. There's never really been a comprehensive resource for either artists in Grand Rapids or artists markets, which is also something that we included in the guide to both find where you can find these artists either on their websites or at artist markets. And when they occur, the variety of artists that's available in Grand Rapids, we've separated it into categories. So we have fine art, we have stocking stuffers, we have home goods, we have apparel, we have music, literary publications. We have all of these available and organized in such a way that you can easily find these artists through the magazine. Our director described it as um, she really wanted to capture the vibe of like a Toys R Us magazine when you're a kid, but as an adult seeking these artists and uh, being able to browse through this uh, guide as a resource, not only during the holidays, but year round to kind of earmark it and be like, oh, I can't forget this artist. I want to look them up. And Similarly, also a way for artists to connect with other artists within the community, see the makers markets that are in Grand Rapids and make a plan for where they want to showcase their work. Awesome. Yeah, I I can speak from experience that my wife already was finding shops and artists that she wants to take a look at and uh, maybe buy some stuff going into the holiday season. So how can we get our hands on the holiday guide? Where do we go? What do we look for? So uh, right now it is currently available uh, at cultivategrandrapids.org under our Artist Resource Center. You can toggle and uh, go straight to that magazine online available via issue to just flip through. And it's being sent off to print this week and should be available um, in a lot of local areas. So I think grocery stores, local retail uh areas, things like that for that magazine when it's available in print. One of the numbers that we were seeing the first day after publishing online is that in one day it had been viewed over 1,000 times already, which is super, super exciting um, just to know that that many artists are going to be connected to clients throughout the season because it's it's so much fun to go to an artist market and see like, oh, this is so exciting. I've never seen this artist. I like this work. This is really cool. And it's another entirely to be able to say like, I'm going to visit this market because this artist is there specifically. And I'm just really excited that they're going to be able to connect and thrive in this community in such a way that has never been before. And so then my final question, as as we wrap up here, Cultivate is an arts organization. You mentioned it's an artist resource center. It's based here in Grand Rapids. But tell me more about Cultivate. What is Cultivate? What does Cultivate do? So Cultivate is a uh, contemporary art gallery. We are an education center serving uh, students three to adult And we are also an artist resource center. Our team is comprised of 40 plus professional artists, established curators, certified and trained teachers, and industry experts. All of our core team is artists, educators, and administrators primarily. We are super passionate and dedicated about um, serving the community. 
And all of our principles are based in Montessori learning, even further than just our educational system, which is focused on honoring the individual above all things. So in our education, in our administration, in what we do at the community, we really want to cultivate this sense of belonging and empowerment and enrichment for individuals and the community as well. We want to be a hub where people can come to not be just passive participants in art, but active participants in dialogues for art. You know, a lot of people will come to us and say, like, I didn't grow up in this world. I don't know a lot about art. I'm not an artist. And we really want to change the dialogue about that to have it be something that is accessible and necessary and important within our community. Because, you know, in West Michigan, in Grand Rapids, we're huge on the arts. We have Festival of the Arts. We've had Art Prize. We have so many organizations and individual artists. And we really would love to see that kind of coalesce into something less insular and more community-based. Claudia, thank you so much for your time today. Great to hear about the Local Artist Holiday Guide. Great to hear about what Cultivate is doing. Is there anything you want to add? Anything that you would like to leave our listeners with as as we wrap up here? Yeah, I'd love to say that um, we're really close to securing a uh, proper brick and mortar building space for our uh, organization. We're only nine months old, so we're still quite fresh. We have got a fundraiser going on all of our social media, uh, GoFundMe to fund our building. So if you guys want to check that out and support us, if everybody who listened in chipped in the price of a cup of coffee, we would absolutely meet our goal. And we are just so excited to start serving the community out of a proper building space. Awesome. And we look forward to seeing what y'all do when you have that building. So Claudia, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. A deteriorating wall at a Grand Rapids school building has caused district leaders to cancel in-person classes for the remainder of the week. Classes at Innovation Central High and Grand Rapids Montessori Middle High have been canceled from Wednesday, October 9 through Friday, October 11th, and learning will be done virtually. During building renovations, construction contractors raised concerns about the structural integrity of an auditorium wall because of, quote, potentially compromising deterioration. The area was already blocked off because of the construction, but school leaders decided to cancel classes as an extra precaution and to further investigate the situation. Grand Rapids Public Schools Superintendent Dr. Roby said in a written statement, quote, safety is our top priority. Taking swift action to ensure our scholars and staff are safe was the immediate response of our district leadership. We know this creates a significant inconvenience for our families, and we are working around the clock to respond to this situation and to get our scholars back to normal as soon as safely possible. District officials are forwarding virtual learning instructions to families of students, and if needed, students and teachers will be allowed escorted access to the building from 8 a.m. to noon Wednesday to collect any needed belongings. Michigan's Election Day workers were reporting higher-than-expected voter turnouts throughout the state on Tuesday. State officials said precinct workers were pleasantly surprised by the droves of people coming out to vote, and the early hours of in-person voting went smoothly with only minor hiccups. Despite estimates of increased voter turnout, state officials said their timeline to have all unofficial vote totals reported within 24 hours of polls closing Tuesday evening remains unchanged. But delays in result reporting could occur with absentee ballot counting. As of Tuesday afternoon, Michigan had received nearly 1.76 million returned absentee ballots out of just more than 2 million requested. Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson said the state was on track to have one of the highest turnout midterm elections in Michigan's history. 
Throughout the state, there were 10 tabulators that temporarily stopped working, including two here in Kent County. At those precincts, workers followed standard procedure of collecting ballots in an auxiliary bin until the tabulators were fixed. Prior to the election, election officials said that it could take hours or even days after polls closed to have official results ready, mainly due to the expansion of absentee voting. As this podcast is being recorded at 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday evening, the Associated Press estimates that only 3% of votes have been counted. But you can find a link to live election results in the show notes of this episode. This has been episode number 38 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media is obsessed with making podcasts that help your business grow. Learn more about who we are and what we do at InPhaseMedia.co. Thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast.